Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I am speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your nature. For just as you presented the parts of your bodies as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness for lawlessness, so now present them as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free from righteousness. But what profit did you get then from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and have become slaves of God, The benefit that you have leads to sanctification, and its end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord, and meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted near running water, that yields its fruit in due season, whose leaves never fade, whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, not so they are like chaff, which the wind drives away, for the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on a household of five will be divided. Three against two and two against three. A father will be divided against his son and a son against his father. A mother against her daughter and a daughter against her mother. A mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The Gospel of the Lord. I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. Christ's teachings were nothing like the typical Pharisee ones. The Pharisees argued all day long over things like the washing of hands before meals or whether one could eat an egg hatched on the Sabbath. Christ came to burn all that down. A pre-scholar wrote, This was a fire sweeping wreckage and confusion through the world of Jewish thought, and it was on its way to flame through other worlds as well. Right after Christ said he came to set the world on fire, he mentioned baptism, which most everyone, of course, associates with water. But Christ was not talking about water. Bishop Sheen wrote that Christ's baptism in the Jordan was a prelude to the baptism of which he would later speak, the baptism of his passion. When James and John asked to sit on his right and left, Christ asked if they were ready to be baptized with the baptism he would receive. Thus, his baptism of water looked forward to his baptism of blood. The Jordan flowed into the red rivers of Calvary. 
In the waters of the Jordan, he was identified with sinners. In the baptism of his death, he would bear the full burden of their guilt. In the Old Testament, the psalmist speaks of entering into deep water as a symbol of suffering, which is manifestly the same imagery. There was a fitness in describing agony and death as a kind of baptism. Bishop Sheen wrote, there were three rites in the Old Testament which were quote-unquote, baptisms of sorts. First was a baptism of water. Moses brought Aaron and his son to the doors of the tabernacle, and he washed them with water. This was followed by a baptism of oil when Moses poured oil upon the high priest Aaron's head in order to sanctify him. The final baptism was one of blood. Moses took the blood of the ram of consecration and put it on Aaron's right ear, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. Here is a shadow, a prefigurement of the holy sacrifice of Mass. As we enter our sacred temple, our tabernacle, we first wash by blessing ourselves with holy water. Then we recognize our sinfulness and look to Christ, the true high priest, who instead of slaughtering a ram and splashing an altar with its blood is the actual victim of the sacrifice himself. Christ bleeds from head to toe in the one eternal sacrifice for our sins. Does this bring peace on earth? No, it brings division. Families will be and are divided over they want to bleed back for Christ. The division makes for great tragedy, but also for a great adventure, fueled by a fire sweeping wreckage and confusion through a world of anti-Christian thought on its way to flame through the rest of the world. <laughs> 